What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Secrets Podcast. So today's topic is going to be about breaking down your training footage and recording yourself training and how we can actually maximize our jiu-jitsu analysis of ourself by recording footage and what to look for. So some of the biggest pushback that I get from students when I encourage them to film themselves uh, training or drilling or anything like that is that, you know, there's an old saying that you leave what happens in the training room there. You don't want to share it with others. And, you know, training is training. Uh, competition's a little bit more accepted for filming yourself, but for some reason, the in-house training is viewed as that we shouldn't share that information. And that's, you know, intent to not embarrass anybody or to say, hey, you know, training, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not doing my best and, and all of that stuff, which is great. I'm not saying you have to produce like a YouTube channel with training footage like I have or some other people have. But if you're just wanting to see if you're getting better, definitely video analysis is one of the best things you can do. So there's really no excuse for not doing it. Um, and now and nowadays age, because everyone has a phone, you can get a tripod from Amazon. You can set it up in the corner. Um, so it's, it's pretty easy to be able to film yourself training. Now, obviously if your training partner is not comfortable with it or your gym has some strict rules then you're going to be kind of adhered to those, but if you're around in a gym long enough and you've been training long enough, usually filming yourself training shouldn't be that, that big of a deal in, in my opinion. So let's get into how can we make filming ourselves actually useful? So just like whenever you're training jujitsu, I'm, I'm a big fan of this purposeful, mindful idea of training jujitsu. Every time that we go into a session, we want to have some kind of mindset or goal that we're trying to accomplish for the training session. Same thing about if you go into a tournament, you should have some kind of game plan or some kind of strategy that you're trying to employ. So whenever you're going to break down your video or watch your video, you should have kind of a list of questions or a checklist of things that you are trying to gather from the video. What this does is it makes it easy for you to be able to gain the most value out of watching this video and it doesn't take you any more time. Um, often you'll catch people re-watching videos over and over again to try to get as much information as they can out. But my job or my tip for you guys today is to try to help you maximize your time, watch the video once or twice and get the most value out of it. And you can do that by knowing what questions you want to answer or what things you want to look for. So I kind of have two sets of questions that I will encourage my students to use. One is going to be for drilling or, you know, uh, training, like in the training room type of question. The other one would be for competition. So for the training, because that's the most common, the first thing you want to note down when you're ever watching this video is what was your goal in that training session? Was it to go for leg locks? Was it to prevent guard passing? Was it to escape a certain position? But what was your main focus for that? And one of the main reasons for that is because whenever you're viewing the video, one of the biggest takeaways you can get is from if you missed opportunities. So if I know that I was going for leg locks and I see myself going for them on video, but then I also see missed opportunities, that is a key, key component to watching yourself on video, trying to figure out maybe where you went wrong, where you messed up, what opportunities you missed for future training engagement. So having some kind of focus on the brain about what you're looking for is, is crucial. The next thing is what level of training partner am I sparring against? Is this a level one, level two, or level three? 
Um, is it someone who is less skilled than me, equal to, or greater than, just as a general reference? What that's good for is that's a metric to determine if what you're training is actually improving, um, not improving, if it's getting better, um, what kind of struggles you had, if it's against a specific level that could tell you if you're having uh, enough successes, if you're having too many losses. So understanding that level is a good metric to determine a lot of things. The next thing you want to do is really figure out if you're doing um, how many losses that you have or how many wins that you have. Now, there's going to be a bunch, but I recommend that you gain at least two of each. So try to find at least two losses and try to find at least two wins um, because obviously you can have an endless amount of losses. Uh, you know, jiu-jitsu is usually very self-deprecating, so we don't want to give ourselves enough credit, but we want to be able to find the wins as well because that could be potential uh, competition training plans you could build in. They're, they build on top of successes. So even if it's something like I grappled against a level three and I only got tapped one time, that would be a great success. Or if you're having a hard time making it in like a five minute round or 10 minute round, if you're newer to jujitsu and you made it to the full round, that's a great success. So your successes don't always have to be like, um, technique successful or submission successes. Successes can be in a lot of different ways. Losses are going to be anything from I didn't make it to the end of the round. Maybe I got tapped 20 times. Maybe I missed a certain arm lock that I was going for, right? So you, losses can be varying too, but essentially you want to try to collect two of each. You don't want to micro pick over yourself, but you do want to collect some. And then the one of the last questions is just what were your overall thoughts and feelings? So were you tired? Were you exhausted? How did you feel after the end of the training session, what were some general summaries that you would want to work on? You know, what are some things that they did that you found interesting? So the more context you can provide to watching a video and note down, the better it will be, especially when you go watch that video, you know, after a week or two. The one thing that our brains really do is anytime that you learn any kind of information or you're exposed to a new idea and you give it time to marinate or sit in and bake in, it will bind to other connections or other ideas that you have. So sometimes when you're watching content or a video, the initial takeaway that you gain from it the first time watching versus the second time watching after a period of time has elapsed is completely different. And it's a different insight because you've been able to think about it, process it. Those memories have combined to other ideas. So, but having you having some kind of context about it and notes about it does help as well. The biggest reason why I also like to say to take notes is because you are going to gain the most out of watching video, but if you want to share it with like your coach or another training partner, the most value they can provide is for you to tell them where your mindset was coming from. So for example, if you're training in the training room and you're trying to accomplish this leg lock entry or, or whatever, and if you send me a video and I don't know that's what you're trying to do, well, I'm going to give you feedback and suggestions, but then you're going to come back and be like, well, yeah, I know that, but that's not what I was going for. And then it's just kind of all off at times, even if the feedback is good. But if you give me context about what you're trying to do, what you're going for, now I can look at it through my own filter and maybe make recommendations and help you with the goal that you're trying to go for. So you will always gain more out of watching and analyzing your own video first. But if you're going to have somebody else watch it, provide context. Don't just send a video with no context about what was trying. 
Now, when it comes to competition, that could be slightly different because competition, it's a lot more cut and dry. It's either you win or you lost. You both are trying your best. Um, so, and it's usually against an equal skilled opponent. So that that's a little bit different, but it's still nice to have some context. So what are the questions that you could answer if you're breaking down competition footage? The first one is what was your game plan? If you didn't have a game plan going in, that's a problem. I know some people will say, well, I don't want to have a game plan. I just go with the flow. I hear what they're saying, and it's trying to make jujitsu a lot less stressful. However, it's not the best way. Um, I think it actually creates more anxiety. When you have a game plan that you feel very comfortable with and executing, usually that decreases people's anxiety. And even if your game plan fails, you can now pinpoint why it failed and make changes for the future. When you say, I'm just going to go with the flow, it makes it feel like your jujitsu completely sucks if it doesn't work. Now, sometimes uh, audibles are going to be needed. Your game plan is not going to work and you're going to have to go with the flow anyway. But have some kind of a game plan, please, before you go in and compete. So what was your game plan? Note that down. The second one is, um, were you able to execute the game plan? Were you able to actually implement or successfully do components of it? If you were, what were they? And then also the same thing about the wins and the losses. What were they? You have to give me at least two or three of each so that way we can feel it. Even if it's something of like I executed my game plan, but he still kind of escaped certain positions, even though I was able to recover, that could be looked at as a win or a loss. Depends on what you're working on. Or maybe, you know, you didn't get the submission that you wanted. So that's a loss, but that could also be a win. So it's really just about context and providing it about how you think about things. And then obviously the last one is the overall thoughts and feelings. How did you feel about the tournament? Do you feel exhausted? Did you feel gassed out? What were some interesting things? I don't have the training level on this one as a question because it should be apparent that this is a level two, someone who is equal to someone who is equal skilled as you, or at least close to it because they are, um, in a tournament. Most tournaments are organized by skill level. Now, sometimes you have things like absolute and a bunch of other stuff, but most of the time, most people are organized by their skill level. So we don't really need to have that as a factor. So these are just some ideas that you guys can take with you. Um, I knew I threw a lot of information at you guys really fast. Um, I'm planning on making a little bit more of a detailed YouTube video over this that you guys can check out with some graphics that, you know, it might make a little bit more sense. But if you guys are wanting to start engaging and watching your training footage, this is a really helpful piece of information to be able to keep you high level and to keep you um, gaining the most information out of video watching. So anyway, until next time, take it easy. Also, if you guys haven't already, please leave this podcast five stars, leave me a review, share it with your other jujitsu friends. Um, I have some cool things planned for this coming up in the future. I've had some awesome people reach out to me here recently that are interested in coming on. So I'll hopefully have some guests maybe. Um, but I still like this short form format. I think it's easy for you guys to digest and it's easy for me to do. So I'm going to keep it that way. Um, it just might be multiple parts if I ever do an interview or something. So anyway, until next time, take it easy and I'll see you guys later.